Pizzanore by Denver Day, Book 2, Chapter 17. Too Quiet. A couple of weeks before the original 11 October murders at the various and sundry Westcote strip clubs, one of the Phoenix Bloody Rollers had been killed at a roadhouse brawl in San Diego, and some of the victim's teammates and roommates had been interviewed in the wake of the subsequent stripper murders. A San Diego detective had flown out to Phoenix during the course of that investigation and had met with some of the surviving bloody rollers. Then, after the wolf lady started popping up, there was a Schrodinger's cat-like incident whereby the Flagstaff team reportedly disappeared on their way home after a match with the bloody rollers. Meanwhile, the rollers all had seemed to have disappeared, according to the Maricopa County authorities. However, Concurrent to and in conflict with those reports, other Derby fans reported that neither the Phoenix nor Flagstaff team showed up for that last match in the first place, while other fans said they watched the whole contest play out in its entirety and talked with various of the girls on skates, moreover. So now that the cat was dragging its undead bloody rollers into Pacific Northwest, Thompson on Sunday night had telephoned to follow up with Detective Joe Lopez in San Diego for for his assistance in determining which, if not all, of the bloody rollers were now missing and presumed moon dogs. The boys felt they needed to know whom they were hunting, what teams were involved with the night. Meanwhile, the Monday morning coffee room table talk continued among McKinney, Thompson, and Smith regarding how they might proceed with their brave, half-baked plans. What's the difference between regular sharks and ones that can go around on boat decks and on dry land? Smith objected. I suppose that my point is this. The sharks we're looking for should be hunted out of the water. Otherwise, there's no way to be sure we've nailed the correct kind of shark. While the Coast Guard may still keep its watchful eye, I think the shark hunt must be a land-based affair predominantly. That's not to say that they aren't boarding ships, <coughs> Thompson answered him. Your point is well made, Smith, but I'd feel better if we had a good ship on standby just in case. Smith remained skeptical, but accepted his colleague's point. So anyway, he went on. Using the dead furries as bait might still be a useful strategy, though on land rather than at sea, in my opinion. And there is no subtle science to this, no nuanced legerdemain, no firm bag method. That's why we've already left the realm of typical forensics in these cases and gone hunting. So I can think, or fishing, so I can think of no better way to proceed than to gather up our shit pot of shark bait, a truckload of furry bodies, slather ourselves with chum and not without some fanfare in order to call upon these battling furs and dirt sharks to come and get us. Well, I hear you. To anyone eyeballing us, we look like rabid, vigorous, painted, drunken, bank-tracked women's roller derby fanatics or flat-track. Tigger, what have you. Anybody except our marked targets, that is. And of course, to them, we look like steak dinners, I suppose. Irresistible. Thompson said. Okay, <clears throat> that's one place for us to sit and be fit. What other shark and furry prone chappers can we haunt? What other good hunting grounds can we think of? 
to my pastor. All right. Well, we all agree having a good vessel on standby is wise, Thompson answered, and angled again in support of leaving solid ground. But the Blint Mary, specifically, she is touched. I think we could get our little carnival packed onto that thing and basically go trolling for offshore photos. And sharks, if we're lucky, we'd get all slicked up in monster dust and juices, but without even any need to bait a line, we'll be fishing for monsters using their own freaky carnival for the bait. Lieutenant McKinney needs to negotiate for us the Blint Mary. Especially if anybody wants us to pay. I like it, Smith gave up. And let your liquors know, we'll be there with Hell's Bells on this weekend. When McKinney got off the phone, he told the boys that the Coast Guard seemed optimistic about being able to provide the Blint Mary for use in official state police business, and that they would call back regarding the request within 24 hours. The boys tentatively planned their first seaborne expedition to begin Tuesday. Meanwhile, rain still fell. <laughs>